Hello, here we are again to deal with everything that's happened in the latest episode of The Circle, Channel 4's brand new reality TV show. There are loads of questions to answer in the next few minutes. I've got Ant here to help me answer them. Big winky face. And we're going to be dealing with big questions like, where the hell is Maya and Alice, the supposed hosts of The Circle, who have vanished and haven't been seen for seven days? But before we do any of that, let's get you up to date with everything that's happened and has your circle in 30. So there was a PJ pizza party for the girls. Well, it was beer and balls for the boys. Ada met Alex and said she wasn't angry at him for pretending to be Kate, which wasn't what I thought the word she used actually meant. Uh, we had new people in the house. That was Scott and Hannah. Hannah and Janelle had an argument about who saw Dan first, which technically was neither of them. And uh, apparently growing up tonight, the key to flirting is to just say where somebody is from. Hashtag Kent or in Alex's case, hashtag hell. I do like the idea of flirting by just telling people where you're from. I'm pretty sure that's how I used to flirt when I was 16. When you met people like on a holiday or something, you'd tell them where you were from. Then you'd tell them what you'd got in your last set of exams. And that would be a chat up line. <laughs> oh, I did a geography too. Let's talk about Oxbow Lakes for a life of the half an hour. All right, let, let's give that a go. Uh, yeah. Uh, how you doing? Hashtag Rochdale. Hashtag D in general studies. <laughs> it's a new Tinder profile right there. <laughs> right, let's talk Twitter because we always keep our eyes on Twitter and see which are our favourite tweets coming out of today's episode. My favourite tweet I saw was from at SamOwenXX who said, are we just all going to ignore how much Alex looks like Rick Mail? <laughs> and he does. <laughs> you can't unsee it. I got, I got, are we talking about Alex or Kate now? I'm just really confused. Which? Alex and Kate are the same person. <laughs> so oh, this hurts so much. Uh, so my favorite tweet was just randomly from uh, Dazzy S. If you want to follow him, he's at D underscore SXJID5, uh, who says, I'm bare excited. Catchy. I'm bare excited for Dan and Ryan's beef, which suggests to me that Ryan's not going to like him very much. <laughs> He's, he's bare excited. Yeah, bare excited, which again, I, I don't know if that means just very excited or that's a reference to Freddie always taking his clothes off. Well, Ryan's the bear, surely. If I know anything about that kind of thing, <laughs> Ryan's the bear, not Freddie, in oh. that particular scenario. Ryan was an interesting one. We'll talk about him later because he showed his psychic credentials like nothing else, predicting that two people were going to come into the circle after two people left. I mean, you can't predict that kind of thing without a spirit guide, can you? Well, talking... Or knowing the very basic format of television, obviously. Well, you talk about psychic ability. I've got a little something for you later about your psychic ability. Oh, I wonder what it's going to be. Look forward to that. Right, let me ask you a question before we move on to today's guest. So when was the last time you spent time on your own without seeing anyone else? And how long did you spend on your own without actually seeing someone face-to-face -face or touching another person. I've got a five-year-old, so I've not even had a shit on my own for as long <laughs> as I can remember. So I'm not used to having no physical contact. And I'm beginning to wonder how that lack of actually touching someone and seeing someone face-to-face -face will affect the contestants in the circle. And I think your guest today is going to help us out with that. If only we had somebody that could give us some kind of psychotherapy. And actually... Uh, we might just have the person for that. Uh, joining us on the show to help us look at, well, initially to look at the uh, the state of the contestants in the game, but I think now we really need to take a look at Jim. It's our resident <laughs> clinical psychologist. It's Dr. Joe. 
Hello. Talk to me about isolation and these players. I know they're not completely isolated because they have a social network in the circle in this social media world they're living in. But are there any signs that the contestants that are in there are struggling with not having that first-hand human contact? Well, there's a lot of evidence about it and its effects on people. Um, you're likely to see increases in stress. Um, people struggle to separate um, their imagination from reality. Um, they'll feel lonely and they'll just start to feel a bit low, really. And I think although they're not completely socially isolated because they have their chat, they mm. certainly aren't having any physical contact. Um, and you can see with the people that have been there the longest, the stress, I think, is starting to show. So, Joe, do you think that the fact that uh, obviously everybody's sort of in isolation, but Dan's got Fiji the turtle, Giselle has got Santana the baby, and, well, why not? Uh, Ryan has got Kathy the spirit guy. Do you think the fact that these people have got company is going to mean they're, they're better equipped for being isolated? I think certainly for Dan and Janelle, having another living being in the room with them is going to have psychological benefits. Um, I, a spirit guide could bring the same benefits. It's, it's not quite another being, so it's not a physical <laughs> being. And that, I think, is going to make the difference for Dan and Janelle over Ryan. Although I think, to be fair, like Janelle's probably going to get more joy and love and hugs off Santana than either Dan or Ryan are going to get off uh, Kathy and Fiji. Absolutely. So she's going to get a lot of endorphins, a lot of the happy hormone when she gets those cuddles from Santana, isn't she? So do you think those that are in the house at the moment, particularly those that are catfishing and pretending to be someone else, they're going to let their masks slip a little bit because they're going to want to reveal little truths about themselves in order to have that actual human relationship with other people? Absolutely. Our drive as human beings is to have those social connections, those emotional connections. So while you can be connected through the chat, to be emotionally connected, you need to allow something of yourself to come through. So we're probably going to see more and more. I think um, Alex is going to start to struggle to try and keep Kate up. Mm. So catfishing. Jim, you said this was something that you'd never heard of before. I just never heard the term, no. Yeah. So, so is, is, is this kind of behaviour... Is this a new thing or is this just kind of catfishing is just something we're giving to something that is the modern version of it? I mean, surely people have pretended to be other people in the past. Yeah, I think it's a name, isn't it, that's being used to describe it in the context of social media. But it's not it's nothing new. Um, and pe people lie all the time. We lie in our daily everyday work we're a different person at work than we are at home those are a little lies um catfishing obviously is a much bigger lie because there's a motivation to really fool somebody but there's a, a history of fraudsters isn't there and i think essentially it's just using a new word to describe the same thing would you have any tips for anybody that came to you and said hey i'm going to go into the circle and i'm going to pretend to be somebody else um is there a way to, to lie better? Is there something that you can do to kind of uh, be better at lying? Or do you think it's better to tell the truth? It's obviously better to tell the truth because that's going to be the easiest because you know that information. You already have it. So I would say if you're going to go in um, to lie, and there are good reasons in this show to do that, then you want to stay as close to the truth as possible. So, for example, where we saw... Um, the person trying to be, pretending to be the older man, I think that was too far away from who she really was. 
and Alex is doing well because he's talking about Kate, she's his girlfriend, he's got lots of information, so he's sticking to the truth as close as he can. So, so this lying thing, is, is that a sign of like, a few people have said like on Twitter, just, ha you know, very casually people are going to go, all these sociopaths in the house. Is somebody that lies, is that a sign of somebody who is what we would call a sociopath, a psychopath? Or is that just somebody who's creative and playful and it's just going a bit too far in these circumstances? I, to be honest, I don't think we could use it, really any of those labels. Certainly not sociopath. I think that's a very specific um, thing that wouldn't really apply to any of the people that are in um, the circle. Um, lying is lying, isn't it? And it's done for whatever benefits you might get from doing it. So that might be to protect someone else's feelings or it might be to win a game show. Um, people have gone in there for to win some money so they're not going to be their honest self and in fact I was thinking about Freddie today and I was wondering if he really is Freddie when he's being Freddie when we see him when he's not in chat he's a very unusual character I did see a tweet on Twitter about this someone asked how you live with Freddie as a housemate in real life if you were Freddie living with you how would you manage with it to which someone replied, you'd get him to apply to a game show where he's out of the house and locked <laughs> in a room for three weeks. <laughs> That's exactly what you'd do. So, Dr. Joe, before we let you go, could you let us know from your expert psychological opinion and all the many qualifications and degrees that you have, from the people that you can see in the house at the moment, um, can you see anybody there that you think is odds on to succeed and come out as the winner? Oh, it's tricky, actually, because I would—I thought Janelle was pretty grounded, given that she was in there with her baby. So by grounded, I mean, you know, she, she knows herself and she knows what she wants and she knows what she's going for. And that those are pretty good things to have if you're going to win a game show like this. But tonight she's um, she slipped a bit. So I'm not sure. Dan's playing a good game, isn't he? He's getting everyone on side, especially all the ladies. So uh, he could win it. I think he's the favourite. He's got to be the favourite. He gets everyone to like him, doesn't he? He's, he's quite uh, the diplomat. And how, how does he do that? What, what is it that he's doing that gets everyone to like him? He's showing some empathy and he's thinking about them and their relationship to him and to each other. So whereas a lot of them are thinking about themselves and how they appear, he's actually thinking about who he is and who the other people are in relation to him. So he did that joint chat, didn't he, with Kat? Uh, Kate and Janelle which was really mm. interesting um, and he's he doesn't kind of bite either so when Janelle today was saying uh, sort of warning him off the new lady he wasn't really getting into that he was just sitting back and let it wash over him Dr Joe thank you very much uh, anybody that does feel that they're hooked or addicted to the circle is there any tips you can give them <laughs> Get a life. Uh, Turn it off. Read a good book. <laughs> yeah, tweet about it and then put your phone away and go to bed. Start a podcast. It really helps. <laughs> so we've had two new people go in tonight, right? And this is a game. And, and so, like, just trying to get our heads over it, we've had, what, four people leave already. Is that right? Yes. All right. So we're used to the format of the show by now. Somebody leaves, mm. somebody's blocked, they leave, and somebody new comes in, right? We know that, I know that, you know that, and everybody watching knows that, and the people playing the game know that as well, correct? Correct. So why is it that whenever 
the circle says somebody new has joined the circle, right? Why is their reaction exactly what my reaction would be to finding out that <laughs> aliens have just landed in Buckingham Palace, right? Or that Donald Trump, right, is actually Ant and Deck in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I, I think, I mean, they've got similar hairlines, Ant and Donald <laughs> Trump, haven't they? But I think it's genuinely, it's an insight as to how boring their lives must be in there. We're seeing in an hour at least 24 hours of their life. I think it might be more because I think filming might have started a while ago because of the lack of voting from the public. It might be completely truncated. So new people coming to this house must be an incredibly exciting moment. While we're on the subject of, of people going into the house, you know how yesterday you pointed out that I correctly predicted and correctly called that Christopher would be got rid of slash uh, Sinead the first chance they got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, big shout out to Tom who messaged me on Twitter to remind us of something that happened in an earlier show right here on Inner Circle. So just to give you context, this is before Ryan went into the house. So where are the people who voted Brexit and hunt foxes and love Donald Trump and have ruddy tree cheeks and wear plaid and drive Land Rovers? Where are those people in this? I wonder if... Whoever comes into the house next, the house, the flats next, will be a truer representation. Because I want to see more of a cross-section of society. I want to see older people on there. And I want to see less beautiful people on there as well. See, absolutely nailed it. We, it wasn't quite what I had in mind. I had kind of an older gentleman, maybe sort of 50, 60, who loved Brexit and Range Rovers and all that kind of thing. But the 50, 60 was covered by Christopher to an extent. Mm. You said you kept loving, which was Ryan. And you actually mentioned yeah. the car that he drives and Freddie thinks he's driving. <laughs> and you know what? The interesting thing is that that is what has created a bit of the division. We saw it in this episode. They started talking about UKIP policies and that was a seed of contention between Ryan and Dan that looks like it is going to grow and divide those two. So yeah, good call. It was a good call. In fact, you know what we should do? As we appear to be so good at making these predictions, we should mo both make one big prediction now. Okay. And see if it comes true over the next couple of days. All right. Okay. So are we talking not just like who's going to win, just some sort of random, just some really big prediction about what's going to happen in the show? Yeah. A little twist, maybe someone going in, someone coming out, just like something that shows a bit of insight. All right. So here's my big prediction. Uh, before the end of the series, what we're going to see is somebody who's already been blocked is going to be sent back in pretending to be somebody else. Ooh, I like it. And I can see that happening as well. That's quite a, that's quite a good one. If it isn't going to happen, then they need to make it happen. And do you have a big prediction for it now where you're on a psychic roll? <sighs> on the, off the back of that, mine seems a little bit outlandish. It seems like, I mean, it's such a slim chance of it happening that it's a, it's a pretty bold prediction. But I think at some point between now and the end of the series... We might see Alice and Maya turn up again at some point. <laughs> I know it's a long shot, but you never know what's going to happen. It's full of twists and turns, this program. Hang on. Are, are Alice and Maya different people? Or is Alice pretending to be Maya? Or is it the other way around? I'm lost again. Right, let's catch up again tomorrow after the show, after the next episode of The Circle for The Circle Pod. Uh, thanks very much to Dr. Joe, who was our guest tonight, giving us a little insight into the psychology of it all. 
You're, you're making loads of noise. What are you doing? I was playing with a, a hand solo figure. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, we're going to go. Good night. <laughs>